I'm Franska from Teaching From Down Under and with me is Kelly. Hi. From Miss Mattock. You'll find us both on Instagram as at Miss Mattock and at Teaching From Down Under and together we are Two Talkative Teachers. Today we are talking about maternity leave but before we get into that how has your morning been Franska? We're the first day back of term two. Welcome back. First day term two first block. Well we have been trying to um, get started with Daily Five this morning. So we've been to the library and we've picked some books that we can use for our Read to Self. And we're talking about IPIC. And we've been working on our reading stamina. And we have managed to read quietly for two minutes Yay. this morning. Fantastic. <laughs> somewhere. It's going on the chart. So we're, <laughs> we're starting off with two minutes. We're going to come back after morning tea and see if we can make it three. And then tomorrow we'll make it four and so on. And we'll build oh, a minute on cool. each time because they are only six. That's good. Cool. Um, how was your first morning back? It was really good. We did a lot of talking. We did the talking donut this yep. morning, and then we also did the one where you write on a piece of paper, scrunch it up, and throw it around the room, and then pick one up. We've got to try and guess who you've who got, it? which Ooh. they loved. That'd be fun. Um, and just about the what they did in the holidays, and then we've just kind of started a Mother's Day poem oh, nice. on memories, and it was funny how. They were all kind of stuck at the beginning and then once we got talking and everyone was sharing things, mm. then it sparked memories for other people to write about. So yeah. they kind of found it a bit tricky to start with, but at morning tea time they were getting really into it. So oh, they're exciting. quite excited about what we're going to create for Mother's Day. Oh, that's very good. Now today we're talking about maternity leave and I don't have any children, but you do. So you have experienced yes. it, but I am looking forward to having children at some point in my life. And so I have a few little questions and I know things that other people were wondering as well so yeah, we've had we quite a few it? questions about this the, over the last week and um, so I think the first thing that you need to um, know about is that you you do get 26 weeks of paid parental leave and that is through IRD so if you search parental leave on the IRD website it comes up you do have to be a permanent staff member to, to get it and I think from memory they, they need to see your pay slips and they need to see proof that you're pregnant so you do need to get your midwife when you are going to send this form in later in your pregnancy you need your midwife to write a letter to say that you're pregnant and and send that off with that and I think from memory I was in my fourth year of teaching when I was pregnant with my first and the payments we're just under a thousand dollars a fortnight, yeah, I think you're, and that's the most like you can get. Uh, Six hundred and something dollars a week, which is yeah, and then that's tax. Yes. So yeah, I got the most that you could get. Yeah. And it was about that, which yeah. which was helpful. Um, the other payment that you can get that not a lot of people know about because there's one through is it the union? Yeah, this is the NZDI one, and it's called a maternity grant. And this one, um, not, a, not, a, not a lot of people know about it, and you've only got up until your child is one to be able to claim it. And it is six weeks of full pay. Wow. But the trick with this is, you don't want to get it paid out when you're already getting paid the maternity leave from IRD, otherwise you're gonna get taxed a lot more uh, on it. The yeah. tax is higher. So you need to wait until that's finished. Yeah. 
and then apply for it. And the form is really easy. It's just what your NZDI number is pretty much and that's it. You don't have to, oh, I think you have to send a copy of the birth certificate Yeah. and with it to prove so gotta, that you've had a child. You've got to do it after the baby's born. After the but baby's before born. before you're getting your, your IRD payments. No, do it after because your IRD payments usually start, well you can actually choose when they start. Yeah. So I got mine to start because I took maternity leave two weeks before my baby was due. Yes, yeah. And um, so it started then. Yeah. But you can choose when they start, but you just don't want to be getting paid both at the same time. So I'd wait and um, and get it once all of those payments have been finished after the so 26 almost, weeks now. Yeah. Yeah, because then it's like the six weeks that you could... Uh, six weeks? 12 yeah. weeks that you could have off. Is it six weeks worth of pay or...? It's six weeks of full pay that you get with the NZDI. Ah, oh, so you're having an extra six weeks off almost. Yeah, you, you, you can, can choose to have that paid out as a as a weekly or fortnightly payment or yeah. if you want it as a lump sum. That's good. So you can choose how you want to receive that. It'd be good if you could get it at the beginning because then you could use it for things like setting up. Yeah. Just getting everything set up for yourself, you know, like getting a pushchair and all those sorts of bits and pieces. But you don't really think about it when you've no. just had a baby either to send that those no. forms in and to you know just to go and get a photocopy of the, the birth certificate. But having it at the also good to get yeah. it sort of it's a nice get yourself boost. on top again <laughs> rather in the in the black rather than being in the red. Um, so when you are on maternity, when you're going on maternity leave, is there anything that you need to talk to your school about before you go on maternity leave? I guess you can discuss when you what you're thinking, even though it's really hard to kind of this might change as well how long you're going to want mm. off. Some people can only stay for the amount of time that they're getting paid maternity yeah. leave and need to go back to work. But you, you need to let them know that so that, that when they get somebody to cover you, yeah. that they aren't going to... Um, they're not that, getting someone in for a year yeah. if you're actually planning on only being off for half a year. Yeah, so yeah. you just need to let them know. And if things might change, you might decide that you don't want to go back. Yeah. And... I think you just need to be really transparent with them about that. For me, I took off a year for both of my children, but for my first, it ended up being 10 months because his birthday is at the end of March and I started school in the January. So he was uh. a little bit earlier, um, which meant that um, I still breastfed him just at night, but just yeah. not during the day. Because how does it work for some... I've heard of some teachers who their babies, like if a family member's looking after them, bring them to school to have a feed at like in the staff room or something like that. But it, it would all depend on what you're doing as a family for your child and how you're feeding your child as well, wouldn't it? Yeah. For Does me, it naturally tricky? kind of ended around a year for both of my children. Yeah. I think for my first, I did... I did feed at night, just before bed, for quite some time, till, it, till about one or just over. And then yeah. with my second, that naturally just kind of came to a stop. Yeah, as well. Um, but I think you've got to do what's right for you. There are some amazing breast pumps that are very discreet these days that if you are going to still be breastfeeding, you could have um, a supply in the freezer. Yeah. Um, but also have these discreet... Um, ones that sit in your bra and pump without anybody knowing. I've seen some that look a little bit like, like a, um, you know, the stick-on bras. Yeah. But they're a bit bulkier, obviously, because they've got to collect breast milk. But they kind of just suction on and they sit there. And they're not like a normal breast pump where they've got like the, 
bottle attached to it or no. like, a puppet, like a bottle and you look like you're walking around with a breast pump but it just makes you look like you've got really big boobs because you've got your breast pump this little yeah. discreet one attached to you and I, they don't make a lot of noise either which is quite no. good because you don't want it, one of those like humming sounds that sometimes happens with a breast pump if you're in the yeah. classroom and breastfeeding a breast pumping as well is a, is there's quite a lot to wrap your head around mm. so I think don't um, don't stress out about that until you need to start thinking about it. It takes a while to learn how the breast pump works, and then to how to store it, and then how you you know all of that yeah, is, is all the kind of um, a new thing to get to know. And then when you return to work after having your baby, is there anything that again you should talk to your principal or your staff about? in terms of like negotiating coming back, like can you negotiate not coming back full time or um, do you have to if you've got a permanent contract, like how does that work? I think if it's going to be anything different to what you were doing before, mm. um, you may have to resign from your position. So yeah. if you want to go part time, yeah. it depends on the school and what they've got available and the staffing that they've yeah. got. but um, it, you might have to resign and then apply for like a casual position yeah which is quite scary when you've got a child and you need the security of having yeah. your job it's almost like getting reassigned a position rather than maintaining yeah. your current one i suppose especially if you're going down in hours you can't necessarily have the same contract that you've currently got because that's for a permanent full-time person whereas yeah. if you're going down to a point eight or a point six or whatever then you would need to negotiate different terms for that, wouldn't you? Yeah, but you could say no to some responsibilities that you used to do, like if you were yeah. in charge of looking after the road patrollers or student leaders yeah. or, you know, something extra that wasn't united. Yeah. You could say, oh, I'm just going to back off Especially stuff. if you've got a small child. I think people are very yeah. understanding that, like, you've got a small baby and you've got a lot on your plate and it's all a big change. Number one, having a baby, but then coming back to work and having everything on your plate yeah it's quite you a just lot, don't know how you're gonna go and yeah. a lot of the time you'll be fine yeah but it's just kind of finding your feet again and not having all of those added stresses that you that you need to have yeah it's a lot to get on your plate like I even think about so I live quite far away from school and I think about when I have children do I want my kids to go to like, kindy buy my work or buy my house if I do it by my house, which they'll be more in the community and they'll end up going to school with those children, then they'll have to be there very early in the morning because of how early I have to get to school. Or I will have to start coming to school later. But then I think, do I want them to come to a kindy that's by school so that I can be near school and it's easier? But then yeah. if they're sick, then like it's easy to go pick them up, but it's um, a long way to drive if they're sick at home and then... Yeah, yeah. It, that 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 played on my I'm mind a lot. Home, I um I live on the North Shore and I was working at a school in Otara and that was quite a commute and I was just quite stressed at the idea of the traffic getting mm. to him at a daycare around where we lived and I looked at about twenty different daycares. I looked at all around school where I and and where I lived, and I really I only actually found a couple that I really liked the feel of, and they were around home. So, yeah. and I think that stress of not getting to him in time made me resign from yeah. my job, and I did find a teaching position closer to where I lived. I'm actually just five minutes down the road. Yeah, but um, that was that was another level of 
of stress starting a new job with a baby but yeah. that then that, that was actually quite nice too because nobody knew what I had been doing in Before. my previous school so I was just teaching my classroom yeah. which was really nice yeah. um, and you know it takes a little while to get to know a new school and things like that but that that was really that worked out really well for yeah. me but I think you've just got to find you've got what's to do what's right best in the day don't you because like we all love our jobs and we all think oh they would miss me so much but we do get replaced if we leave and we have to remember that if we go it's doing what's best for our there's the bell um, it's doing what's best for our families because at the end of the day our families are one continuous thing in our life jobs come and go over time um, so the last thing I really wanted to know about was if your kids this isn't I guess maternity leave related but if your kids are sick does that come out of your sick leave or does that come out of no, another thing? That is your sick leave. So I think when I went on maternity leave, I had about 30 sick days. Mm. And I think in my first year teaching, I had about 11 sick days and they were all for my children. So I think uh. it's a really good thing to think about is to make sure that you've got plenty of sick leave. Yeah. Especially um, if they're going before, to kindy as well. Yeah, once they, they start that first winter is a tough one. But... Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, you're a parent first, and and you've got to be home with your children if they're sick. You do, and um, it, it does. But it's really good that we have got plenty of sick yes. pay, and we can accrue them over time. Yeah, we do. Which if a lot you change of people jobs, don't. do they go with the job? Yes, they move with you, which is fabulous. Perfect. And then the last thing I wondered about was holidays. How do you work holidays into maternity leave? Like, do, do, does you being off on maternity leave affect your holiday pay? No, because you're a permanent position. So. Oh, that's good then. Because no. I wonder, you know how if you're away on the last day of term and the first day of term, it then affects your holiday pay for the next holidays? No. Not okay. that I, well, not that I know. I've worked up right to the end of the year for mine, so it's a bit tricky. Yeah, yours is different, isn't it? Yeah, it depends when you get pregnant. <laughs> it does, and you can't, always, you can't always plan that very well, can you? It depends on lots of different things. But anyway, our kids are back from playtime now, and they are eating their morning tea, so it's going to get very noisy here. So we are going to let you go and thank you so much for um, listening in on this short little episode on maternity leave. If you have any questions or um, tips or tricks or things that you did that worked really well for maternity leave, then let us know because we'd love to share them with everybody who is listening and um, have a great time back at school. Term two. Enjoy the first week back. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. You can find us both individually on Instagram or together at Two Talkative Teachers. If you have any podcast topic requests, you can email us and our email is found in the description of this podcast or DM us on Instagram.